This episode of Atomic Geekdom is brought to you by PennantChase.com, the home of free baseball simulation leagues. Sign up today and join a variety of leagues featuring every player from the history of Major League Baseball. Thanks and enjoy the show. also snoring no then you are not an old man congratulations uh yes i am i am in a post jurassic world uh euphoria this is the only way i can say it so it was bad no dude euphoria oh, I don't is know, a good I don't thing to, i don't know how to read signals i don't signals those were I words i said well it didn't sound <laughs> right to me there's smoke signals <laughs> yeah i never learned that either semaphore never got it i just try uh i uh as we record this episode of the geek out um i uh i just got home from watching jurassic world and i heavily heavily enjoyed it in fact i will piggyback off of somebody who was on twitter who said he there wasn't a minute he didn't enjoy and I have to agree. And I know JD has conflicting opinions uh, since he saw it tonight, too. I do. Oh, I cool. do. I mean, it... Dave, do you just want to go like talk about I don't like what do you, how do you want to go about this? Then we don't have to because I'm going to post my review tonight uh, after we're done here. So okay. I don't want to give anything away for Danny. I mean, there's not much to spoil. It's Jurassic Park. There's, I mean, yeah. it's uh yeah, I. I don't know, like, I just felt, like, I felt like the thriller aspect of it was very good, but, like, not the comedic aspect of it, if you know what I mean. Like, there felt like there was just, like, a bunch of really weird parts that uh, really did weird, weird how. Yeah. Weird how. Like, it just, it's like they tried to inject it with humor. Oh, I thought the comedy was... new parts that shouldn't have been added into it. Oh, I thought the humor was on point. Yeah, so what what like what kind of humor is it? Like well, it's, it's like Jurassic Park doesn't really have like the greatest sense of humor. It's no, kind of funny sometimes. It's exactly I mean, you can only see a a girl get sneezed on by a dinosaur so many times before it's not funny anymore. No, there's a but, there's a moment like that in this cuz there's like a petting zoo and she reaches in to mm-hmm. like feed it something and it leaves behind dino slime on her hand from you know, maybe mucus essentially. Slime's hilarious. Slime so, is hilarious. So it's a, there's a little giggle there. One point Nickelodeon talks that. What about the birds? The bird, the bird part. There was a specific part with the bird part that I can't give away, 
but like you could tell they tried to make it a little bit funny and it just ended up not being good. I don't remember this funny bird part. It's it's no, that's the thing. It's not supposed to be funny. That's but like it was I'm trying to say it without like spoiling it. I can't imagine but the assistant the assistant. Yeah. I gotta say the bird. Well, that's part is like the vaguest thing I've ever heard <laughs> that's, in my life. That's so. a setup. Okay, I mean, it's I a, it, it's a setup. It's a setup throughout the first half of the movie because she's just a, she's not a terrible person. She's just a terrible babysitter. Uh, for all we, but like, yeah. For all we know, this assistant to Bryce Dallas Howard's character is a good person. But you actually see that part in the trailer. You know what's gonna happen to her. I knew that right away. Um, yeah, I, but like, I just, I felt like they like, they tried to make it like a little bit funny. They're like, oh, shock value. Like she's underwater. What's the, she's it's, not. It's just like it's the just, lawyer. That was the lawyer scene from Jurassic Park. But I felt like it just wasn't handled as well in this one. Like I felt the lawyer like, honestly, body like, scene. Yeah. Okay. Just making sure. I mean, she's like, not. I a, felt she, like that, that was funny. I won't get you wrong, but I just felt like a lot of the humor fell flat for me in oh, Jurassic Park. I loved the humor because like, especially with Nick Miller or he's Nick Miller on New Girl, but Jake Johnson is like the comedic relief. He's a genius. So wait, there's a movie that stars Chris Pratt and he's not the comedic relief. He's got his moments, but he's not supposed to be the he comedic does. relief. He's the hero. OK, well, yeah, OK. But I figured some of the comedy would come from him. Right. He can't be Star Lord in this movie. He has to be taken seriously. But he's he's Indiana Jones in this movie, essentially. I can he's, deal with that. He's cracking wise and he's always flirting he with is. Bryce Dallas Howard's character. And um, <coughs> it, and it's good. I mean, the kids were funny and believe the kids were great actors. I, I want to say that right I, yeah, away. I thought the kids were the best part of the movie, to be honest. Extremely with you. emotional, extremely believable. And like family is a big part of this story. Well, that's uh, a big part of any of that. That Spielberg kind of movie. Right. And it's well, it's not, kids in danger. He's not a director. It's I know. Con, but yeah. like if you're good, it's just, it's based on his movies. Well, it's based off of Michael Crichton's books. Let's be real here. But it's supposed to be a sequel from the movies, isn't it, too? It's just, yeah, it's not a reboot. It's straight because there's little Easter eggs from the original. Like Jake Johnson's character is wearing a Jurassic Park T-shirt. It's not Jurassic Park. It's Jurassic World. Jurassic Park is considered a complete failure uh, because so many people died. Um, Yeah, that's usually a failure. And they found like the old building and the the flag that the dinosaurs, like the T-Rex is roaring in the end of Jurassic Park. They found the half of that flag still like all dirty and you know messed up and old and all that. And then there was uh, an Easter egg on Jake Johnson's desk. You could you barely make it out, but it's Mal- Ian Malcolm's book. You can see his picture on the back. Is he posing like he is in the back of the jeep at that one part on the back of it? Like, <laughs> is it just that picture of Jeff Goldblum where he's like shirtless and he's like injured on the back of the jeep? No, it looks like he's. It looks like a like a promo for the movie. Like it's blurry. You can't really see it. Okay, but you could tell it's him because it's all okay. black leather and and I I was looking at other stuff too, so I didn't get to see it all right away. I mean, he's cool. He's like he's like Wash from Firefly. He's got all these dinosaurs toys on the front on the top of his desk. Um, I just restarted Firefly. I forgot how great that is. Uh, so I don't know. I felt very much like I did when I saw Jurassic Park. Maybe that's why I rose colored glasses. But I just enjoyed this whole movie. Like, and I liked it. Like, I thought that, like, it was a really good twist. The fact that it was, like, genetically, like, modified. I thought that was super cool. 
I what, just like I don't like half of it. I really really liked the other half. I really didn't care for that much. I was I was like, stoked because the the genetic part was where I was going to be lost. I knew it because that was since like 2007. They've been talking about doing that as part of the story, like a hybrid. Weren't that wasn't the yeah. concept art that they released? Yeah, it was like a hybrid yeah. human dinosaur. Yeah, that was cool looking. I, I thought that was kind of interesting. I wasn't going to be about that at all. <laughs> uh, You're about that hybrid dinosaur human life. But, but what's cool is you know for someone like me and a lot of people that want that are fans of Jurassic World, they dug deep and they found out that you know this is going to be a hybrid of other dinosaurs. It was called <coughs> it was called Indominus Rex, so we knew a T Rex was involved. We didn't know what the other creatures Optimus were. Prime. Obviously. No. Um, We didn't know what the other creatures were, and it turns out neither did anybody. Uh, It was a very well-kept secret at the park. Uh, Even, like, like the the owner didn't know, and he couldn't know, the guy said. Like, I can't tell you that. That's classified. Like, there's a whole underflowing story that leads it open for sequels um, that is kind of cool, which is kind of like how Jurassic Park was left open for sequels. You think about the the embryos, yeah. And um, I re- I really did like that aspect, but like to me, Jurassic Park is almost about like isolation, and it felt like almost like the first half of the movie didn't do a very good job of that. If you know what I mean? Well, yeah. There's still I still felt the isolation because there was no way off that island at that point. Like once once things start to hit the fan. There was really nothing they could do, especially once the once the helicopter. You see it in the trailer. I'm not giving anything away. Once the helicopter crashes into the pterodactyl cage, I felt at that point, well, all bets are off now. Um, yeah, I know. Like I felt like, but still, like there were so many people on the island that it just kind of like it didn't really lead to a sense of urgency that like the first three did, where they're like, oh, there's like six of us. It feels like, like it I feels think- like we're the only ones left, kind of deal. I think what the urgency was is because of the this this hybrid creature was not killing to eat, so there was no break. This thing was just going to murder everything, and there was no stopping it because once it had your scent, mm. it was over. Like you know, you couldn't lose it. Like it just kept finding them, and then then the the cat's out of the bag at the end when you find out what's what it's been mixed with. Cats. And, Yes, tiny kittens. Perfect. Yes, kittens That's hanging. What they needed in these movies. They kittens hanging in there. Yeah, it's a it's a kitten it's a kitten hybrid. Yes. Oh, it's so, adorable. So they hang Just, from hang from ropes and pose for posters and hang in there. Love it. Uh, I don't know. I I really liked it. Um, you're, the fact that you hated it or you know didn't enjoy it as much as I. Oh didn't. no, I don't. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I'm just, just trying ever, to get him put the like, words on, ruined on Twitter. Twitter. I changed it. I changed. It. You yeah. didn't hate it. You didn't hate it. Yeah, the fact that like, JD like the thrilling aspects this. were very good. Um, I did enjoy the the special effects looked better than the first trailer that came out. Uh, I way thought better. everything way, looked way great. Better. Lots of good practical stuff too, like the first one. Uh, there was a lot of practical dinos in there, and uh, the eyes got to me. The eyes looked so good. Yeah, so so good. Yeah, like the eyes of the Indominus Rex. Oh, when it blinked like sideways. Fantastic. Oh, it was amazing. Yeah, it was whatever cool. they did to that. Uh, was Danny, crazy good. You're gonna see this movie, right, Danny? Oh yeah, that's gonna uh, happen. The what? Uh, the Jimmy Fallon cameo is is amazing. Oh, it's the best. It's <laughs> one of the funniest parts of the movie. 
That that was hilarious. I thought that was the funniest part of the movie, hands down. Is he a cameo as himself? Oh yeah, he plays himself. Yes. All right. Uh, yeah, I saw that like yesterday that he's in it and he plays himself. I'm like, what? I didn't want to read anymore because I don't want to be spoiled. Like, what is this? Is like, is it like a? I thought maybe it was like on TV or something, and you saw him talking about Jurassic World on his show. Uh, but no, that's not it. Uh, the I love the beginning of the movie. I liked how they led into everything. Um, mm-hmm. I like how you're introduced to Chris Pratt's character. I love the kids and the family aspect. And, you know, in the trailer, you're led to believe that these parents are just letting these kids go off on their own. Uh, but it's not that at all. Um, mm-hmm. For a long time, this park's been running safely, so it's a safe place to go. And Bryce Dallas Howard's character is their aunt. She looks just like Jessica Chastain. Yeah. Just like her. There's a thing on the internet where Jessica Chastain like posted a video and says, I'm not Bryce Dallas Howard. <laughs> Gets hilarious. Uh, uh, didn't Bryce Dallas Howard respond. To yeah, that? yeah. Yeah. But she's not on so, Twitter. So yeah. Bryce That's Dallas. Cool. Wait, I always thought Jessica Chastain is way bigger than Bryce Dallas Howard. No, I think Bryce Dallas Howard's taller. I mean, like, not like that bigger, oh. but like more well-known. <laughs> oh, Bryce famous. Dallas Howard. Bryce Dallas Howard is way more famous. Than That's Jessica Ron Howard's Jackson. daughter. Yeah. She's been in tons of uh, stuff. You're, yeah, she's she a, a Terminator. She's a see. I, I just what? love Jessica Chastain yeah. so much. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Okay, yeah, she was in Terminator Salvation. I thought she said she was a Terminator. I'm like, uh... yeah, no, she was a Terminator. <laughs> no, that was that weird yeah, chick. Dude, she's a robot. She's great. She killed it. That was that weird chick that was in the one with with Chris Hardwick. <laughs> oh, that was uh. When is, no, I mean, not no. Um, <laughs> No. What's her what's her face? She's on Homeland now. That's no, she's not a Terminator. No, but she's not a Terminator. Oh, you're talking about yeah, you're talking about Talking about the, about the only female Terminator we've had. <laughs> I didn't know you were talking about the Terminator. Aside, you're talking about the girl Aside from television Terminators, and that was the better one. That's true. Because that, that was Lannister. That was no, no, the female Terminator. Why are you not following me on this no, at I'm all? Following you. I'm just messing with you now. The female okay, Terminator. Let's be real. Terminator to the Sarah Chronicles was amazing. Oh, it, it was really seasons. good. That'll be on my binge watch eventually. Because uh, have you seen it before? Oh yes, yes, many okay, times, many times. It was a great show. That came out when Dollhouse came out, and I'm like, they're doing it right. Fox has got it yeah. now. They got Dollhouse. They got Sarah Connor Chronicles. They got the Fringe. Now we're talking. And, uh, and all of them fringe, fringe was so good uh fringe survived but but just just barely hey they got, got the fifth season which no, no, is no. the most magical thing in the world listen i liked it i'm saying fox barely let it survive yeah uh and i got into that one late uh i watched i binged watched a lot of that series which fringe, fringe, we need to talk about fringe for a second fringe <laughs> is such a weird show because it started off so procedural yeah and then just by the end of its run was the most serial season series ever. Yeah. That looked like like they had a hard time finding what they wanted to do. Yeah. And I think that's why, uh, almost human. That was the one with the robot person, isn't it? Yeah. That was by JJ Abrams. I think that that's why it kind of failed a little bit because they really didn't know where they wanted the show to go. Yeah. And they kind of were just like, oh, we can air these episodes out of order because it's procedural. So, oh. which they did, which was disappointing. Fox does that all the time. They killed Firefly with that. They did it to Fringe 2. Yeah. Their spoiler alert that one agent dies. And then later in the second or like third season, there's an episode where he's alive. Mm hmm. 
Like what? No, that's per- that's perfect. I mean, why would it, why would you care about that? Um, why, why would that yeah. ever matter? Let's uh, continuity. Let's take a minute and just talk because today was kind of a sad day. Uh, for as much fun as I had today with with Jurassic World and all that, uh, let's take a minute and just uh, we lost Christopher Lee today. Uh, the world, oh, not, not I didn't just even know that, not just us. Yeah, Christopher Lee passed away today, and so did uh, wrestler Dusty Rhodes, the American Dream. He passed that away. One I did know. He passed away. He was only in his 60s. Well, wrestlers. Yeah, I know. But still. Because yeah. uh, I think Christopher Lee was like 70s. Um, no, he had been older than that. Anyway, uh, Christopher Lee is an icon. And yes. uh, Dracula, just start with Dracula. I mean, and you go down the list, Count Dooku. He's been in everything. I mean, everything you'd want to see. And then plus Charlie, uh, Charlie the Chocolate Factory. Uh, wasn't wasn't As he a dentist? Wasn't yes, he Willy Wonka's dad? Yeah, he's a dentist. Yeah, he's a dentist. Uh, yeah. And he was Saruman. Is that the character? Saruman. Saruman. Yeah. yeah. Um. So it's it's a sad day. And again, I'm a big fan of wrestling. As most people on the podcast that listen to the podcast know, uh, which Tom could be here to talk a little bit about it. But uh, yeah, Dusty Rhodes was a he's a legend in that business. So it's gonna be uh it's a sad day. Uh, what's what's your favorite Christopher Lee movie, guys? Danny. Um. Oh, let's see. Let me think about that. Um, I can come can back. I not be first. Yeah, I'll come back to you. Are you ready, <laughs> JD, you. or do you want me to go first? What? Oh, you can go first. Uh, you know, I I could just as easily say Star Wars because Star Wars is one of my favorite movies of all time. Not the ones he was he was in, but that's not his fault. Yeah, that's not. Yeah, that's, that's not his yeah. fault. And he was a good character. Um, he's a good actor. Yeah, he's just kind of good. Uh, I like Lord of the Rings, but I'm not a huge fan, so I can't pick that. So I think I, I'll say Dra- his Dra- run as Dracula. Um, it's the original vampire, man, and vampires are, are my thing. Uh, I'll say that. Uh, anybody ready? I will say 100% Lord of the Rings. Cool. I think he was such a great villain, so yeah, no doubt. Absolutely. Very, very good villain and actor. Uh, he was a Bond villain, uh, so that tells you something. Danny? All right, Kingdom Hearts 2. What was he in that? He played one of the Ansoms. I don't know what that is, but all right. Exactly, but hey, he was great in it. He was in a Kingdom Hearts game. I was expecting, to, I to, be like, I was expecting to be like Mickey Mouse or something. No, he would. Wow, yeah, I could imagine Christopher <laughs> Lee's voice coming out of Mickey Mouse. I can now, and, it, and I want, boy, and it guys. must happen. It must happen. Oh, boy. <laughs> Uh, all right, uh, you guys, if you want, you can send us your favorite Christopher Lee movies at Atomic Geekdom. We'd love to hear it and uh, just mem- uh, you know, in memory of Christopher Lee. Um, and just one second to come back to Jurassic World. Uh, Bryce Dallas Howard, I love you. She's amazing. So that was did you him. did you get yeah. any like Sigourney Weaver feels when that when the gates opening and she's holding the flare? I did. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, like but JD always like, has Sigourney Weaver feels. No, but it, it was like yeah. it was perfect alien like homage. No, it it seriously was. It, it had was to have been. Like, wow, like it was perfect. Like, uh, if they didn't mean to do it, they did a dang good job of seeming like they meant to do it. Yeah, and I don't I don't think it was a ripoff. I think it was like you know this is a tribute, I guess, <laughs> uh, to other strong female characters because she's not very likable uh, for a while. 
Um, yeah, the first half of the movie, I actually kind of hated her because she's that dumb workaholic chick. Right, right. But you kind of get the sense that she cares. She just doesn't know how to show it, I guess. I don't know. Uh, again, it's a lot about family. It's like she thinks she can buy the love of the kids by, like, material goods and stuff. Right, giving them the bracelets. Instead of, like, actually showing affection. Mm-hmm. And those kids saw right through it. Uh, yeah. Like, immediately. Again, the kids, amazing. Uh, all right, so let's move on. I want to talk for just a second. I don't know if Danny's read this book yet, but I know JD has, and he's super psyched about it. I've been talking about it very bits and pieces. Um, Ready Player One. I'm almost done with the yes. first half of the, the Audible book uh i am just hooked and and it's i tried listening to game of thrones audible and there is something that can be said for the person that reads these books to you uh the martian was brilliant perfectly read uh you were captivated you're engaged i didn't feel myself like not being able to follow the story that's very important when somebody's reading it to you uh when i did game of thrones i listened to 10 minutes and i was zoning out i couldn't follow what he was saying and I know George R. R. Martin, it's hard to, to, to digest. Even when you're reading it yourself, you have to really, really pay attention. Um, but when somebody's reading it to you, this guy was like, just, I felt like I was in like eighth grade math or science. Like, I'm like, Oh, this is the worst. It was just a dry history lesson. Right. And the bad well, part is the bad part is he the... plays characters differently than they are on TV. So like, um, like uh, what's, what's the, the sniveling dude that was in love with, with the Stark woman little finger little finger is like he plays him as very old yep. okay like well in, in i always met he's kind of just old feeling anyway he's just creepy old feeling <laughs> old feeling he <laughs> yeah, just feels creepy more old. than like old um but anyway back to writer player one read by will wheaton uh awesome super yes. cool i this this book is i wish i lived in this world even though most of it is very crappy like the people that live there. Yeah, it's, it's not a good, not a good world at all. Um, and I got to like, there's you get to a point you're like, oh, it's kind of got this like Willy Wonka feel to it. Like they're looking for the golden ticket type of thing. Uh, and then you have this this dude who's who's once they have the golden ticket, you have this dude who's being sneaky. And he's like, I need you to spy for us. You know what I mean? Like I got that feel right away. But then this person that wants you to spy does something way worse than what happens in Willy Wonka. So it, they're not that guy. Yeah. Uh, but it does have that that Charlie and Chocolate factor. I'm sorry, that movie's terrible. Willy Wonka feeling to it. Um, yeah, Danny, you've... Dave, like as much as the you enjoy the first half of the book, the second half of the book is perf- like it's. Well, they're digging in it's deep. Insanity. They're digging in deep now for you to become very paranoid of who to trust. Uh, like H or yes. Um, what's the girl's name? Uh. H is my favorite. H is cool. Uh, the girl's cool, but I, H I got is my favorite. I don't trust the girl. <laughs> uh, uh, Danny, do you know anything about I mean, it? You shouldn't trust anybody. No. It's a world where you, yeah. Um, no, I I know what the book is. I've okay. heard all about it. I just haven't gotten around to reading it. I'm I'm in the middle of Game of Thrones, so gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. Uh, it's you'll, you'll love it. I know you're gonna read it. You'll love it. Oh yeah, um, no, it's on the list. Don't yeah, worry about it. I'm sure you'll. Yeah, I figured you'd want to read it before the movie comes out, but. Uh, yeah, and again, that adds to it. Spielberg is doing it, and it's just, it's all 80s. Like, oh, I love it so much. Yeah. Like, Gabe, do you ever play uh, uh, Far Cry Blood Dragon? Never. <laughs> I feel like that would be right up your alley, um, especially if you're, like, all about the 80s kind of thing. 
It was uh, it was a like a joke. It was originally announced as a joke um, for an April Fool's joke that uh, for Far Cry Three after that came out, and then they were like, "Oh, this is a great idea. We should just uh, we should just do this." And then they made it, and it's like this '80s action movie with all this neon and crazy, uh, <laughs> like crazy uh, dragons and all this crazy heavy metal music in the background. It's awesome. I'll look into it. Yeah, yeah it's so. great. Yeah. It's super fun. You can get it for PC for super cheap, considering the Steam sale is now a thing. Yes, that just started. What today. is that? Let's let's talk that for a second. Oh, the Steam sale. Oh. The Steam sale is a big deal around so this time there of is year. A, yeah. So there is every summer and winter, Valve's distribution site called Steam does a massive sale that you can pretty much get around 75% off every single game, if, if more. Yeah. And it's the biggest deal for pc gaming because you can buy stuff that's like 60 bucks for like 10 that came out like three or four weeks ago yep and they have have like flash sales you have to check it all the time because sometimes a game that is maybe currently on sale for 50 percent off will go to 75 for like three hours or something so have you guys bought anything yet i have Uh, i haven't the money at the moment but i have my eye on some stuff nice the thing is i bought most of the games i've wanted like okay. a long time yeah, ago. That is another one of my problems. Uh, I do have a lot of games already. <laughs> I, I don't play them. I don't play them. I, I'm working on that. I really, really am. It's easier now that I have an Xbox One because now I can use the Xbox One controller on my computer. Yep, dude, and it's it's so nice. Do you use it on the PC side of your partition? Or? Yes, I do. Awesome. Yeah. I, should, I should maybe try to see if I can do that with Star Wars. You absolutely can. Well, I don't know about Star Wars. I'm thinking you probably can't, but I'll try. I don't know. Yeah, there's probably something you gotta. If there's probably, I, I doubt it. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> I I do too. But thank you. Okay. Uh, all right, let's talk about Game of Thrones for a second. Danny, you're caught up, right? Yeah. And then JD, you don't have to be caught up. We're not going to spoiler you at all. Yeah. Uh, we're going to keep it mildly spoiler for the <laughs> uh, for the oh, first because I think JD's about halfway through the first, uh, this current season. I'm like season five, so yeah, that's or episode five, episode, episode five. five. Okay, but it doesn't matter. Try not just be careful what you say, Danny. He hasn't seen I... he hasn't seen the outcry scene yet from this season. Sure. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? The outcry. Well, there have been two... the one the one that got everybody upset and was disgusted by after the most so... recent one. No, yeah, it, it was the one in the book. That. That's the problem. It wasn't in the book. It wasn't in the book. Episode nine. No, episode there was eight. a rape scene episode that six. Wasn't in the book. Episode six. I'm gonna text it to you right now. Okay, yeah. So let's stall until I get that text message. So um, no, I have no idea which one because there's been a bunch that people have gotten outraged about, honestly, that I've seen. Stupid autocorrect. Oh man, you're still typing it. Jeez. <laughs> hey JD, what'd you oh have? Oh my god. <laughs> yes, I have a game that I want on sale for two bucks that I'm going to buy. What is it? It's called Hard Reset. Hard Reset? I don't know that one. It's like a futuristic first-person shooter that's like over-the-top destruction, loads of enemies, and a beautiful... It's a cyberpunk game. Hard Reset Extended Edition. Yep. It's three bucks, and it looks super good, and it's... Wow. I've been wanting to buy it for a while. Positive reviews. Looks pretty good. I know. For three bucks, and I might pick it up, and my computer can thankfully handle it. I'll put it on my wish list. Uh, you, you, yeah, should totally, you should totally have that text by now. 
I, okay. Okay, that was episode yeah, six. Was episode six. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. So avoid anything after that point. Um, anything after that point because he's seen that. No, he's not. No, he has not seen that. Right. Right. Perfect. Okay. All the so, stuff I want to talk about has happened after that. <laughs> the, vi- the, Sweet. the vitriol we get on the internet right now is, in a lot of times, and I'm not going to defend anything that's happening. Just let me talk. <laughs> uh, <laughs> What what people are hating on is the treatment of women on this show. Uh, how how prevalent rape is to the storyline, um, and that's it's happened a lot through the five seasons, not just this current season. JD, don't worry, uh, we're talking about all of them. Um, oh, I know. I yeah. and the, the the big the part is, do we need it to tell this story? There's the arguments from both sides. I'm going to tell how stupid some of these arguments are. Again, the the debate isn't stupid. The people making the arguments or these arguments that they're making are stupid. Not the people. The arguments they're making are dumb. Like uh, on the pro side of the storytelling, uh, that it was prevalent in that era. Again, I have to say to everybody, Game of Thrones is not historic. This, <laughs> Back in Game of Thrones times. You can't even say this was in medieval times because, again, medieval times didn't have magic that we knew of or dragons. What about that there, uh, Merlin? Uh, Merlin. Also, that Merlin also, and that sword in the lake. Also, we didn't have any place called Westeros or King's Landing. Uh, there's no well, Lannisters. The fingers. <laughs> the Lannisters are real. <laughs> I you guys saw that giant ice wall in the north? <laughs> right. So like, to that's say, called Canada. To say that it was prevalent in that era, which in medieval times it was, but now uh, in Game of Thrones times, it could be prevalent, sure, but don't use that as the era because it's not a real era. It's fictional, which leads me to my other point on the on the against side. It's a fictional story. Uh, they're not. There's OK. Uh, JD, if I were yes. to ask you to name at least three strong female characters on Game of Thrones, give me three. Brienne of Tarth, Catelyn Stark, and then Arya easily. That's and there's there's and more then Daenerys and then <laughs> okay no keep going Cersei Lannister. Cersei Lannister uh, and then Marjorie <laughs> Tyrell who is my favorite who's like, um, there's just a bunch of them who's uh who's uh, uh Daenerys's handmaiden lady she's she's yeah. she's pretty strong yeah and just yeah. I cannot name more than like three guys in the Game of Thrones universe. But I can consistently name every female. Right. Well, that's because most of the guys just end up being scumbags. Right. They're and all. That's, I honestly feel like Game of Thrones has better women characters than male characters. They because they do. I mean, there's a lot of fun male characters. Jon Snow is my favorite character on the show. But Tyrion Lannister. Tyrion Lannister is amazing. Uh, you have Jorah is also a very good male character. Love, love Jorah Mormont. Uh, Jamie Lannister, I should not like as much as I do. Yeah, I I've should, always liked him, even though I hated him the whole uh, time. Braun, who is with Jamie Lannister right now, yes. is also a great character. Who would have thought that their their storyline would end up being like the comedic relief in an episode? <laughs> right. That was pretty crazy. Hey, careful, careful. <laughs> I didn't say anything. Yeah. Oh, saying, uh, there's, they there's have a good dynamic. Today. There's at least three new strong female characters for everyone to love called the Sand Snakes. Oh, yeah, they're great, too. Uh, so... For the pro people that say that they paint women to be weak and and damsels or uh, not strong characters, you're wrong. I'm sorry. Oh, that's just Sansa. You're, it's, it's just Sansa, <laughs> right? She's the dumb one. Doesn't even she get like her moment? 
like she's starting you should be seeing she's, it now yeah, you should see her start starting to become a character i like right. again again jd hasn't seen the whole season yet so no, but like i'm getting to the point where she's traveling with that one guy that i don't remember his name little, yeah, little finger see, i don't yeah. even remember little finger's name mm-hmm. like he's getting or she's getting married to ramsey like that's the kind of stuff that like like that's yeah. where i'm at right now and it she's kind of just like meh Meh. Right, because you, you're but. supposed to not like her, uh, but by now you should be sympathizing for her. Like you shouldn't like her because she was yeah. in love with Joffrey and she she everything she wanted, she she put her rank in life to be ahead so of weird. her family. Um, and yeah, you were supposed to feel sympathy when her wolf got pulled down, but I always felt worse for Arya in that situation anyway because her friend gets murdered. Right, Arya. Arya <laughs> is is a great character. She's the she's the best character. I'll just go ahead and say that. Um, there she's you go. the best character. She's really good. Really good character. I don't know. I think Marjorie Tyrell's better. Marjorie Tyrell. I think she, she's oh. conniving. Marjorie Tyrell plays a really big role in the Game of Thrones game, by the way. She's in a lot of it, which I was very surprised about. Oh, yes. I love Marjorie. She's in tons of that. Uh, I want to marry Marjorie. Is she really? (laughs) Yes, she is. She's in a lot of it. I haven't started it yet, so. They've got got all the people. I'm super disappointed. It's amazing. She's in it. I'm super disappointed we couldn't do our stream. We'll figure Uh, something out, dude. We're going to figure it out. Uh, uh, she's in it as much as Jon Snow is after the second episode. Like Jon Snow is not really in the first episode at all, but he's in a lot in the second and third. Uh, not really a central character, but yeah, Marjorie is kind of pivotal to that side of the story uh, in the game. Um, and in the show, she's very important and very strong. Uh, she goes toe to toe with Cersei a lot. She beats Cersei a lot. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> uh so I, I just I just get irritated like it makes me hate the world when I see these people fighting and getting on their soapbox. I mean we joke about getting on our soapboxes and I mean, but I guess technically I am on my soapbox right now and I like being on my soapbox because it makes me feel taller. But yeah, you're short. <laughs> as tall as you, dude. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know. Uh but Game of Thrones is fictional fictional work it's a these are fictional characters living fictional lives and this the point of these rape scenes yes there's probably no need for the one that everybody's upset about from episode nine that uh i you're just doing that to make the character to show how evil this character is uh and i understand that and it probably didn't need to be shown but they didn't show anything they just show you what led up to it i mean you want to talk about i don't know if anybody's watched aquarius you want to talk about unnecessary rape scenes uh, I'm like the end of the first episode. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like I saw like two episodes. What are you ruining for me? <laughs> no, it's, just, it's the end. Of well, the even episode, you, you, you feel even worse later on for the female cop um, of what she has to do to stay undercover. Oh, the uh, the blonde one. I can't remember her name right now. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so I don't know. That's all I really have to say. It's it's you know you should be upset. Yes, you should feel something. The show is, should make you feel repulsed by the the thought of rape. You should feel that anyway. But uh, exactly, <laughs> if, if you're not repulsed by rape, then uh, you know maybe that's telling you you need to seek help. Um, but it, it, yeah, this is. I mean, this is how I feel. I feel like Game of Thrones has better women characters than any other show, especially like compared to The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. I think they are by far and away one of the most progressive shows they on television. They introduce a woman character in episode eight, 
in the big in the big scene that uh, everyone talks about this year. That that's the this season's battle scene. I'll say. I'm not, I'm really trying my hardest not to give anything away for you, JD. But they introduce a character you it's don't okay. know, you. you don't know, you don't care about, but you make they make you care about this this woman, and you and she's comes off immediately strong. Oh, and, she's such a great character, and you want to see more of her right away. Like you're like, oh. I don't know who this person is at all now, but I'm on her side. Let's do it. Yeah. Uh, like she's very, a, a Brienne or it's Brienne or whatever. Uh, Brienne yeah. Tarth. Yeah. She's that type of character. Um, and did you, her, her character in star Wars, Brianna Toss, uh, the actress is a stormtrooper, dude. It's awesome. Like what? she's, she's the one in the, the real shiny outfit with the Cape. That's walking that's, through the hallway in the wait, trailer. The new Star Wars or the old star Wars? The new one. So they they hire that actress because oh, she's great. I haven't seen any of the trailers. So. Oh, okay. Sorry, JD. That's right. JD hasn't seen anything Star Wars related ever. Wow. Right. <laughs> I forgot. He's I in a vacuum. That. Hey, We're, I mean, I, there's no point fun. in me watching trailers for Seven. Right. You're right. You don't want to watch trailers for the movie Seven. <laughs> well played, Number, sir. Yes. Well played. <laughs> oh, not a problem. See what you did there. Oh, Five Nights at Freddy's. Two fifty, guys. Get your jump scare on. Oh God! I don't, it's not <laughs> Isn't even that a kids' game to me? Isn't that a so, kids? No, it's a it's a horror, uh, a quote unquote horror game. They released three games in under a year. That's There's just another like, one coming out too. Like a fifth one? Yes. It's, or the fourth one? There's one. They, maybe they just came out with the fourth one. That might have been. Yeah, it. I think that would have been. I think that's the one I'm thinking of because I know that <laughs> there was three not too long ago. But, like, the games are terrible, but the lore behind it is surprisingly good and interesting. Yeah, like, I mean, it's, like, it's like surface-level good. It's, like, creepypasta-level kind of interesting, like Slender Man and stuff. But, like, yeah. it's nothing amazing. Speaking of which, Slender, Slender the Arrival, $2.99 no. on the CM sale. <laughs> $2.99. Yep, not going to buy it. No, nope, I already bought it once, technically, full price. And I don't, I don't, I, I have regrets about that. Okay, interesting. Yeah, All right, sorry about that. No, okay, no, it's just the, it's a repetitive thing. It was a, it was like just a, an upgrade of um, what was the original Slender. one? The seven pages or whatever. Wasn't it just yeah. so, it wasn't so it's just, just Slender? an expanded version of that. So it starts almost exactly the same way that one does, and then you do that, and then that ends, and then you go do that somewhere else, and then that ends, and you go do that somewhere else, and then that ends, and it just gets really repetitive. There's another monster that's not really slender. Yeah, it's, guy, it's it's kids in hoodies because it's based on the uh, it's based on Marble Hornets. Yeah, <sighs> I love it. Okay, uh, let's talk for a second about some casting news uh, that is dreadful. Uh, so we're doing. We, I, I didn't read this article. I didn't read the story at all. I just saw the tweet by Paul Feige this week that said Thor is going to be answering phones for the Ghostbusters. Yes, I as the receptionist. <laughs> yeah, now is that for the female movie? Because since they're turning everything upside down? Yeah, it's for the th- female movie that he's okay. going to be the male receptionist. So he's the Annie Potts. Yes. Yep. That's insane. We got one! <laughs> Danny, you're going to hear me all that. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be amazing. Come on, you're not psyched about that? I like Chris Hemsworth. Look, uh, I'm not even it's just excited weird. about this. Because like, Ghostbusters, Dave, I think you're aware, is my movie. Like, I love Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters' favorite movie of all time. I can watch it literally any day, every day, all day, if I wanted to. Literally? Um, literally. Could do it right now. In fact, I've just talked about Ghostbusters enough to necessitate watching Ghostbusters again. But, um... 
it's it, I, I, the very idea of just trying to do a new version of Ghostbusters. I'm like, why don't you just do a sci-fi comedy or a paranormal comedy? Don't call it Ghostbusters. Like, just don't try to do Ghostbusters because you're just not going to do it. Like, and then that's what bums me out. But I like that casting kind of was just like, oh, that could be at least that's that's a reason to see it. <clears throat> Who's going to be the female version of um, uh, what's his face? Uh, Rick Moranis. <laughs> I don't know. Who's we'll who's, never know. Never who, who's the male version of Sigourney Weaver? The male version of Sigourney Weaver is Sigourney Weaver. Oh, that's weird. She can play everything. She can play the male. male version. Clint Eastwood's the male version of Sigourney Weaver. Clint <laughs> Eastwood. Uh, yeah. No, you're right. Thank uh, you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Yeah, I guess that's really all that needs to be said about it. Uh, it's it's happening. It'll be interesting. I'll, I'll check it out at it's, least now. It's happening. There's no getting away from it. I was going to completely avoid it, so. <laughs> um, we could discuss uh, <coughs> uh, the, the, the trailer for The Martian. I have not oh, watched it. So good. Uh, why are you guys? There's always one person that ruins my show. Why don't you guys <laughs> tell me about it? Because here, here's, here's a heads up. If you want to know what we're going to talk about on Geek Outs, look at the news page on my, on, on my website, on the website. Uh-huh. And that'll be it. <laughs> okay, and Dave, and Dave, what do I do if I want to know what love is? Uh, you should ask... Um, Foreigner. There you should go. ask me, because if you have love in your life, or don't have love in your life, you can go to audibletrial.com slash atomicgeekdom and get a free audio download and a free book. Nailed it! Cool. Man, Nailed it! Is so good. That, that was the worst <laughs> ever. Are you kidding? That was terrible. Because I, I led you amazing. into it. I led you into it with the audible thing about Ready Player One. <laughs> oh, I totally wasn't paying attention. <laughs> I know. I let it go. <laughs> uh, yes, the trailer for The Martian is out, and if Danny wants to, he can watch it right now. But but before that, we got like a cool viral marketing video of Matt Damon as Mark Watney aboard Ares 3, which is the the ship that they use to get to Mars. And he's just, like, introducing everybody to the crew. It's I thought it was cool. Yeah, not going to lie. That was... It's it's honestly... It's so much better than I thought it would be. Uh, you're, are we just talking about the, the, the farewell? The trailer. Yeah, all oh, the trailer. The trailer. What's cool... I want to talk about this 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 thing, though, this Ares yeah. 3 farewell, because it, it's got, like, pop-up video facts that pop up like uh, Mark Watney is also the ship's botanist and all this other stuff. And it is, you get to see the relationship with the crew, which is just like the book. Uh, it was, it was awesome. And then you get to the trailer, which was in the front, in front of Jurassic world tonight too. Uh, and it was just so, so good. <laughs> uh, is Danny not talking because he's watching it? No, okay. I just, I was letting you talk. I'm sorry. Do you want me to interrupt you more? I no, can do that. You, you can do that. You do that you a lot. To, you wait, do it wait, enough already. You, hold on. What do what you say it? Uh, and wait, wait, have you ever read The Martian, Danny, or no? No, I'm, I'm, oh, I honestly, I fell out of reading for a little while, a little too long. Um, yeah. you'll dig drag it, jump it back on it. I, I got my Kindle and I read a lot. So. I think you'll read it because, like I said, Donald Glover's in this, Danny. I'm always looking for more books to read. It's just I end up getting stuck in little loops and read about the same thing over yeah. and over. And I'm fairly but, certain Sean Bean will not die in this movie. Uh, yeah. well, you never know, that would be hilarious. <laughs> just no, make it. Uh, he might have the ability to do that. Um, 
and then once you read the though who had who has never even heard of the book as soon as the trailer was done he like elbowed me in the side he was like we have to go see that and i was like dad that's the best thing you've said to me all day (laughs) you're like dad that hurt yeah i was pissed stop elbowing me dad Uh, man cast is great and you can even go back and listen to the interview that jd jenny and myself did with the author of the book you can also go back to the episode we did like two weeks ago where you told me to do the same thing uh read the book first and then listen to the interview all right um i guess i can do that super cool guy and the trailer uh it, it makes me it, i'm very hopeful for this movie to be as good as the book oh i i from what i've seen from the trailer i think it's going to do the book justice ah uh, yeah it looks like it has all the pieces to be the gravity of this year or i don't know like i think it's going to be on par with mad max in terms of how much i enjoy it see and i wanted to come in here and say mad max can can go away now because jurassic world was awesome did you really uh, think jurassic was... world was better than mad max i haven't seen mad max yet so i can't oh. say that i can't say that <laughs> okay got it uh, i'm firmly in the mad max is better I, I saw really somebody like Mad Max is the better summer blockbuster what, than Jurassic World. What made me mad? I saw a a, a blatant DC fan, like DC Comics fan, yeah. uh, Mad Max greater than Avengers. I'm like, that's two different movies. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, I like. I mean, they're apples to oranges, but I personally found Mad Max more enjoyable than the Avengers. That's to be like a, with you. That's like seven. Totally better than Dumb and Dumber. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> That's why it's like they're not comparable at all. But like nope. I found like Mad Max to be great. Like it was so good. Uh, it's crazy. Uh, and as we're recording, Courtney J. Clark from Jurassic World and an interview we did is live on Periscope. Everybody get on Periscope. Yay. Go talk to Courtney. Was she uh, the assistant? Is that what her was? No, she was the trainer for the big sea dinosaur. Oh, okay. <laughs> that sentence is my favorite thing I've heard all day. She, uh, she's the she's first the trainer for the big sea dinosaur. She's the first voice you hear in the Super Bowl trailer, the first trailer they released. Oh. Uh, she's, you know, now she's a little shy or whatever. That's her voice, and then she's on that platform talking to the awesome. to the peoples. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, it, it, in my opinion, she's the best dinosaur <laughs> trainer on the island because uh, based on the ending. Yeah. Hey. Seriously, she, <laughs> she did her job well. Yeah, apparently. Yeah, and for all we know, she's she's still out there somewhere training dinosaurs, training <laughs> me- mesosaurs or whatever those things are, training all the dinosaurs to be good little boys and girls. Uh, so uh, one more casting bit of news. Uh, I don't know, JD. Did you see Daredevil on Netflix? Oh, uh, this I'm is halfway great. through. I don't <laughs> okay. really want to watch the rest of it, though. I'm very excited about you're, this. You're you're a crazy about. you're a crazy person. Yeah, you watch I know what you're talking about for once. <laughs> yeah, you watch Walking Dead, though, right? I'm uh, I'm almost done with the last season of Walking Dead. Well, you I'm have finished. only only would have needed to watch the first three seasons for this to matter. Uh, yes. John Bernthal, who is uh, um, he was the the cop partner on the first couple seasons that was cheating oh. on. Like yes. she, she was sleeping with him. Yeah. He's in Fury as well. Uh, he is cast to play Frank Castle, the Punisher, in the second season of Daredevil. Uh, that Ooh. show's about to get even more violent. Like, that's... Like, by the umpteenth degree. Like, I love, love Tom Jane's <coughs> version of the Punisher. And I also liked Ray Stevenson's. Did not like Dolph Lundgren's. But I think this is perfect casting. So, they've... 
do, do you think they're going to up, update a Frank Castle's backstory to make him no longer a Vietnam veteran and make him like a? Oh, like they'll do what they do with Tom Storm yeah, or something. That's what they do with Tom Jane. I think they'll do the same. Did they? Thing. Okay, I didn't know that. Because yeah. I knew that, like, yeah, because basically the Punisher, if they're to still use that storyline, and that's why he's so weird and he spent so much time in the field, uh, and he's kind of messed up because of it, uh, that would not work because he would now be like a 60, 70 year old man. Right. No, uh, he's, <laughs> he's going to have PTSD, but like, like, sure, of like the, uh, the, the Marine dog in that new and movie. That guy could play crazy. JD, was there a trailer for that Marine dog movie? Uh, Max? Yeah. yeah. It looks- oh, it's been a while since we had a dog movie. It's by the guy that did uh, uh, it's, it's, another dog movie. That yeah. movie's just weird to me. It, he did Marley and Me. Marley and Me, that's it. Like That's that's another dog movie. I mean, It, it looks just like, as sad. Do you remember My Dog Skip? I didn't does, see I mean, it. Does but anyone I, remember that movie? I didn't see it, but I know what you're talking about, yeah. Like, it Malcolm seems from like Malcolm a movie's like that until it's like, don't trust the best friend. He's like a drug dealer. Right. He might have killed your brother. Like, like once what? they show, once they showed the dude, I'm like, the dog's gonna growl at him. I know it. The dog's gonna growl at him, and then sure enough, when he gets close, the dog's growling. Like, at is him. this like a conspiracy theory dog movie? Is that what we've come <laughs> to America? Like, right. come on. Oh, uh, anyway, yes, John Barenthal in perfect casting is gonna play the Punisher, and I can't wait. And that's still pretty far away. We haven't even heard anything about Iron Fist or Luke Cage series yet, which I, in all sense and purposes, is gonna be before Daredevil season two, but. Uh, who knows now, but my theory is because it's very early to announce this casting news because they're not, they can't be in production yet because they're still, I think they're still filming AKA Jessica Jones. And again, I could be wrong. I don't know. I haven't seen any well, reports. When's the next season supposed to be announced to be coming out or whatever. Fall. Fall of this year. This year. Uh, in season two Daredevil? Daredevil? No, they have to be shooting. I thought you meant the ne- the next Marvel series. Oh no, 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 no. What no. Next? It's just is 2016. Jessica Jones in the same universe as Daredevil. All of these are in all the same universes as all of them. I love that sentence. Um, everything Marvel is connected. Let's just say that. All right, got it. That makes more We're sense. All connected, to me. bro. Um, all right. just like in the cool Ant Man posters that they just but, put out today. But does, wait, wait. What I'm trying to say is like, is it like an Arrow Flash kind of deal with AKA Jessica Jones and Daredevil? Yes. Or in fact, like... in fact, they're all in Hell's Kitchen. I think. Got it. Um, okay. Just one little section. I'm fairly certain Jessica Jones is in Hell's Kitchen. Got it. I didn't know if they were going to like play big roles in each other's series or if they were. Well, like I don't. Independent. Yeah, there hasn't been any rumors of the dude, the Daredevil himself, being on Jessica Jones. But yeah. um, what's her name's character? Uh, the, the Kristen ch- Ritter. No, 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 no. Uh, from Daredevil, the nurse, uh, Rosario Dawson. Oh yeah. She will likely be in quite a few of these series to link them like because she she her character in the comic books is romantically involved with luke cage's character and that's the third series that's going to be going and luke cage is going to be in aka jessica jones so there's okay, going to so be they will be together okay that makes more sense well yeah all four of these series are going to happen and then they're going to do a defenders series where they all team together oh cool um so yeah my theory though for as to why this was announced because again, production—it's going to be late 2016, I think. And for AKA Jessica Jones, they went into production like two months ago for a movie for a series that comes out in fall. So it's still very early for this show, I think. Uh, I have a feeling we might see Punisher in Captain America: Civil War. 
Is he a part of the Civil War plot? Oh, line? I don't yes. know that much about Civil oh, War. Oh, yes. Okay, so that's a that's a pretty good possibility, and that comes out before Daredevil season two is supposed to come out. Well, we don't know. I mean, oh. it could be about the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it's the same time as this season of Daredevil came out, then it'll be about the same time because I think Captain America is May or March. Yeah. Um, and I think it was March or April, beginning of April when Daredevil came out. Mm-hmm. So who knows? We don't. Yeah, like I said, we don't have any dates, so it's it's hard to say. We just have a year. Just like high school. No dates. dates. Yeah. Whoa! Speak for yourselves. <laughs> I am. I am. Sadly, he is. <laughs> Ladies, he is. <laughs> Ladies? He's pathetic. Yeah, thank you. Keep keep going, I guess. <laughs> well, I don't know why you said ladies. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I just, I just, it's fun to say that in that voice. How often uh, do you get to do that? The, the, we already talked about uh, Orange is the New Black came out early today. Yes, it did. I can't watch it right away because I watch it with a friend and I don't know when I would be able to watch it with her. I'm looking forward to watching it. I'm uh, so excited. Someone totally made the incorrect assumption and assumed that I did not watch that show. Would you say you're so excited that you just can't hide it? I'm. Can, am I doing a good job containing it right now? I was really hoping you would go along with the song. I, I know, I know, I know, and I think I like it. Thank you. All right, so <laughs> somebody did. Be happy? Uh, I am. Perfect. Maybe I'm not your guy, all right? And apparently in high school, you were no one's guy. Zing! Oh, killed it. Very factual statement. So I can't really, re- I can't really <laughs> re- can't. respond to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's what, it is what it is, I guess. Bye. <laughs> um, I don't know. Is there anything else you guys want to talk about? Our feelings. Well, I don't know. Uh, anything better that you want to talk about, Danny? <laughs> than your feelings? Uh, my f- no no nice and in fact those aren't even that interesting so never mind <laughs> i'll just go uh the ant-man posters that came out this week were pretty cool looking where uh it's an ant-man no shield no hammer no problem and it shows him standing on the shield being real tiny and they show him standing on the hammer very tiny and then he's also standing on iron man's shoulder also very tiny yeah that seems to be the um general marketing technique they're going with for this. It was cool because they did a tiny. tiny. The the I don't know who they were, but at the Wizard World, they had a guy that had like a little billboard for Ant-Man that was real small and they asked to take a picture of BJ Britt standing next to it. <laughs> so it looks like, you know, like a like it would be a tiny Ant-Man billboard for just Ant-Man, apparently. Mm-hmm. To look at with a giant human standing next to it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, also, they uh, announced uh, this is going to fall flat on both of you, I think, that Chiwetel Ejiofor's character in Doctor Strange is Baron, <coughs> Baron Mordo, which is a villain, but I have a feeling he's going to start off as a good guy and then turn into a villain. Well, you were right. Um, I don't know that I'm right yet. <laughs> no, I mean, but I'm saying it fell Oh, right. Flat. Yeah. Yeah, but I it's 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 geek that. news. We need to bring it up. And oh, she, no, I got you. And no, Chiwetel Chiwetelogia 4 is going to be is in the Martian too and so he's just awesome all around awesomeness alright oh I know we didn't talk about uh, they released the official Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice synopsis uh, the, like the you know 
what, what was the synopsis of it? Fearing the actions of a godlike superhero left unchecked, Gotham City's own formidable, forceful vigilante takes on Metropolis's most revered, modern-day savior, while the world wrestles with what sort of hero it really needs. And with Batman and Superman at war with one another, a new threat quickly arises, putting mankind in greater danger than it's ever known before. Ooh. Sounds good. Yeah, I mean, Does, mankind being in danger sounds good. Uh, but everybody wants the, the new threat right away. They jump to Doomsday. And I really hope that's not the case. You're not a fan of Doomsday? I am. I just don't feel, I think it's too soon for the Doomsday storyline. Yeah, the Avengers kind of earned getting to Thanos and everything. They didn't go right to that. Right, and it's also it's too, it's, it's too <laughs> soon to set up. I mean, you should start setting up Darkseid, but it's too soon for that to be Darkseid. Right. Uh, Darkseid, I agree. Darkseid should be their Thanos, I guess. So then who would you think, who, who do you... It could be, you... it could easily be just Lex Luthor. Uh, I mean, yeah, but but Lex his... Luthor. He's got another pyramid scheme except, or like a real estate scam. Except he wouldn't put mankind in great danger, so it can't be Lex Luthor. Uh, it could be Brainiac. Brainiac, yeah, he's pretty threatening to the world. Right. More so than Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor just wants to control the world, really. <sighs> Whatever. Whatever, you brought it up. You brought it up. I don't. I don't remember bringing it up. Stop bringing things JD, up. Did I bring it up? Oh, I didn't hear anything. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, I think he was on your side there. Oh, maybe. I don't know. You just don't listen. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Uh, I. We don't have time for games, so no games this week. Ah, oh, bummer. Bummersville population us. Yes, all of us are mad bums. So that's an hour. Everyone say goodbye. Oh, goodbye. Bye.